morning, everyone. A very warm welcome to our morning service. Friends, neighbors are warmly welcome to worship with us this morning and this church family. May I say a very welcome to Bertana, who's here with us this morning. Maybe we could give him a big... And his son is just sitting beside his dad. Would you please stand while the Bible enters the church? Thank you, Aaron. Would you please be seated? Hey, thanks to Carol Buchanan for the flowers in church this morning. And updating Gordon Kerr. Gordon is now back at home. Thanks to Carol Buchanan for the flowers in church this morning. Gordon Kerr is now back home from hospital and recovering. A reminder for elders and board members of the meeting next Tuesday night, uh, 11th of February, from 7pm. And a good luck message to the three girls who are going to compete in the Scripture Knowledge Competition this afternoon for Girls Brigade. These are all the information. We are going to read together the Psalm 112, 
reading from verse 1 to verse 7. And this psalm can be found on page 613. We are going to read this psalm together. Let us read it together. Praise the Lord. Blessed is the man who fears the Lord, who finds great delight in his commands. His children will be mighty in the land. The generations of the upright will be blessed. Wealth and riches are in his house, and his righteousness endures forever. Even in the darkness light dawn for the upright, for the gracious and the compassionate and the righteous man. Good will come to him who is generous and lend freely, who conducts his affairs with justice. Surely he will never be shaken. A righteous man will be remembered forever. He will have no fear of bad news. His heart is steadfast, trusting in the Lord. Let us worship God. We sing our first hymn. It's a well-known hymn, 167. Give me oil in my lamp.
Thank you very much. Please be seated. And now is the time to approach God in a prayer. Let us pray together. Lord and loving God, we come this morning to adore you. You are the ground of all that is. You hold us in a being. And without you, we could not be. Before we were born, before time began, before the universe came into being, you were there. When the time is finished, when the universe is no more, you will still be. And nothing can take your power from you. And in your presence, we can only be silent before the mystery of your being. For no words of ours can do justice to your majesty. Open our eyes, O oh God, so that we may see you in your wonderful creation around us. Let all the lovely things fill our lives and fill our hearts with joy. And may they turn our minds to your everlasting loveliness. Forgive us, O oh God, for the times when we have been blind to the grandeur and the glory of creation, the charm of the little children, and the beauty of human lives. And so we have failed to see you in all these reminders of your presence. Lord of our lives, thank you, Lord, for this new day, for its gladness and its brightness. This day, O oh Lord, give us courtesy, give us gentleness, give us patience, give us love. Give us self-control and faithfulness in our relationships. Loving God, these prayers we present to you in the name of Jesus Christ, our Savior, who taught us to pray together, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, 
hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our debts. As we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation. But deliver us from evil. For thine the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Morning, ladies and gents. Am I loud enough? No? Can you hear me now? Yes. Well, today for our children's service, I thought I'd carry on some things that the juniors have been doing for their badge work. Throughout badge work, we've been learning about um, religious symbols, signs of signs from God, and things like that. So the the first, we're going to look at the girls' today badge. There is no better way. To, to look for these these symbols. So the first one that we come to, you see our lovely badge up there. Badge comes from, from many different places, but the first part of our badge is the torch. So the torch is the flame of Christ's living spirit. And if we want to look into that a bit further, we can look at Acts verse, uh, chapter 2, verse 3. But I'm, I'm just going to go over all the sections and then I'll, I'll read out some of the passages. The next bit that we come to is our crown. Our crown is there so that we may own Christ as our king. And you'll see that in Revelations um, chapter 19, verse 16. We then come to the cross. The cross is the symbol of Christ and his church. We see this in our reading from John uh, chapter 3, verse 16. And then it's the blood, which is God's forgiveness, which again is John chapter 3 verse 16. We, ha- we then have the circle. So the circle is the thing that encases our girls brigade badge and that's for God's encircling love because we're all loved by God. And the la- lastly we've got the lamp and the lamp is our light that may shine upon the world. Our badge comes from lots of different places. So um, the, the, the cross part of our badge comes from Ireland from Girls Brigade Ireland, which was formed in 1893. The Girls Guildie gave us the lamp. They were formed in the 1900s, so the lamp comes from their badge. And then the Girls Life Brigade, which formed in 1902, gave us the crown. And these were all brought together when we became the Girls Brigade. Um, we've then got another little section that I just thought I'd mention what our motto is. Do all our girls know what our motto is? We're going to say it out loud for everybody to hear. It's to seek, serve, and follow Christ. When I was doing my research into the badge, and, and looking, I've been on a few training courses over the last couple of weeks for Girls Brigade, and I found an interesting one that I really didn't know. And I've, I was in the Girls Brigade for about 15 years before I left and then came back again. And I found this next section extremely interesting. So the Girls Brigade follows four themes, spiritual, physical, education, and social, which Mrs. Melrose and 
and and Miss Johnson there they'll, they'll know they'll know that that's that's what all bad work even the boys brigade do bad work will be very very similar but did you know that those the the, the first letter of those four words spells out a word these which is Latin for hope so in these girls sitting in front of us today they're our hope for the future so every girl that's in it in the girls brigade follows this Latin term of spies and it's hope and they're our hope for the future they're the hope for the church's future they're the hope for the girls brigade's future they're, they're everyone's hope so I just wanted to make everyone understand a wee bit more about the Girls Brigade badge during our children's secretary. Not as fun as my last one without all our hand puppets and things like that, but along the lines of what we're studying just now for our, our spiritual badge work, isn't it, girls? Yeah, got some cookies on, on Tuesday night to decorate with all of these symbols on it, so we do. So we're, we're having a lot of fun with it. So I hope it's it's made everyone else in, in church today understand a wee bit more about the things that we do and what we follow in the Girls Brigade. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Morning, everyone. We have uh, three very short readings uh, this morning, uh, one from the Old Testament and two from the, the New Testament. Our first reading is right at the very end uh, of the Old Testament in Malachi, Malachi 3, uh, reading uh, verses 6 and verse 7, and that can be found on page 961 uh, of your pew Bible. I, the Lord, do not change, so you, O descendants of Jacob, are not destroyed. Ever since the time of your forefathers, you have turned away from the decrees and have not kept them. Return to me, and I will return to you, says the Lord Almighty. Our second reading is from Matthew, Matthew 18, verses 1 to 3, on page 985. At the time, the disciples came to Jesus and asked, Who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? He called a little child and had him stand among them. And he said, I tell you the truth, unless you change and become like little children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. And lastly, from 1 John 4, uh, on page 1227, and on this one we are reading verses 7 and 8. 
Dear friends, let us love one another, for love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God, because God is love. Amen. Thank you, David, for these readings. Let in response to sing together 450, Love Lifted Me.
Please be seated. Let us pray together. Loving God, help us to listen to the preaching of your living word. Loving God, address us, we pray. Amen. I, the Lord, do not change. I tell you the truth. Unless you change and become like little children, you never enter the kingdom of heaven. Friends, we all know that things do change daily. Change is the one thing we can be sure of. Even our faith changes or should do. What I understand and believe now as a Christian is very different from what I believed 45 years ago. That's not because God has changed but because my experience of him has deepened. And therefore, my understanding has changed. And I hope that all the changes are for the good, although that's not for me to judge. The one thing that doesn't change is God's love. So in the midst of change, that is one assurance which can help us cope with the rest. Certainly, change is in the air, in our country, and in our church. Too easily, change can paralyze us, making us want to hide under the blankets until it has all passed. That should not be our response. Our changeless God delights to do new things. He is a changeless God who keeps on the move. Above all, our changeless God is love. And he loves so much this country and his church in this country and each person who lives in this country. And that's one thing which doesn't change. That is one thing which remains and will remain. Certainly, change is in the air in our church. The church of Scotland as a whole is at crossroads in its history. Structures of our church 
are being reformed. David Kendall, who is an elder in the East Escobride Church, has been appointed chief officer, a CEO of the Church of Scotland. And now David is doing, is going to make quite a few changes in the short term and in the long term. Even those changes David will make, the next generation will make radical changes in the future. We are a reformed church, and we keep reforming, and we keep on reforming ourselves. Everyone wants change. Most people want to change on their own terms. All I can say is that uh, this church family of Townhead requires culture change above all else. So if we do not change the way we think of our brothers and sisters in Christ, or if we do not learn to speak well of our brothers and sisters in Christ, even those we disagree with, all the changes we can make today, all will be for nothing. As a minister of this church family, I do encourage everyone, young and adult, who is involved in this congregation's life, should look forward to the future and consider the possibilities of change. And remember, change can lead to improvement. In our fellowship, for example, our fellowship, which often enhanced by tea and coffee and the meals together, we can rejoice in what we share in together. For we have our faith, one faith, one hope, and one Lord. There are a remarkable number of times in the New Testament when we we are reminded of our duty to one another. So when we gather to worship, as we do now, we are not spectators to what goes on, but we are participants, each one of us having something to contribute. To that end, in our fellowship, we should encourage one another to discover the gifts God has given to us and then help to develop and use these gifts for the good of others. And let me say this. Everyone in this church matters. Everyone matters in this church family. Each has a place in this church family. Each has a part in this church family of Townhead. Each of us, in fact, has to be the change we wanted to see in our church family here. Friends, yesterday 
It was my birthday. And the donut couldn't even remember. <laughs> donut couldn't even remember. That's yesterday was uh, my birthday. I'm now 61. Still young, still young. So I thank my church family enough for uh, the caring love that you continue to show me and to show my family. Echilo and his family try to do the best they can. Our church family here in Townhead is not judging us. You are just loving us and the full stop. Know this, my friends. Change is in the air in our country and in our church. As I said earlier, the one thing which doesn't change is God's love. So in the midst of change, that is the one assurance which can help us cope with the rest. And so know this, my friends. That's our unchanging God, our changeless God, is love. And he is our security. So our prayer should be the following. May our changeless God help us to accept the changes that this day and the other days will bring. And they will use these changes gladly. May God bless us. And may God help us to accept the changes that this day and the other days will bring. Thank you very much indeed. And now, my friends, you can see the theme of our sermon this morning as the one thing which doesn't change is God's love. Let's now, in response, to sing together while we, we take the offerings. 49, be bold and be strong.
Let us pray together. Loving and the eternal God, please accept the money we have given. We dedicate this money for the work of the church. And we ask you, O oh Lord, to use all that we have and all that we are in your service. In your presence, O oh God, we remember all our friends and neighbors, those who live in this community. And especially those who are poor, asking you to give us grace to serve them wholeheartedly in your name. Show your loving kindness today, O Lord, to all who are in need of your help. Be with the weak to make them strong. And they be with the strong to make them gentle. Cheer the lonely with your company. Loving God, help us to be actively concerned for the welfare of little children and young people and those who are sick and of the poor. Remembering that uh, what do we do for the least of these brothers and sisters? Or for his, we do for Jesus Christ, our Lord. Loving God, hear our prayers for our house bounds. Members of this church family of Townhead and those who are in the hospital, reach out to all our loved ones and friends who are unwell, and the minister your love to them. Grant relief from pain. Grant comfort in sorrow. Grant hope in despair. And grant reassurance in moments of fear and anxiety. Loving God in your mercy, hear our prayer. They hear our spoken and unspoken prayers through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen.
And now we conclude our service this morning. We sing together 770. Will you anchor four? And now let us go in peace and the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be with each and every one of us here. 
and to be with all those that we love today and always. Amen. Amen.